Time passed as Aaron slipped in and out of consciousness, occasionally awakening to the muttering of voices, both familiar and not. The steady rise and fall of the airship as it rode the winds was gone, replaced by a soft bed. He forced his eyes open again, ignoring their determination to remain shut. Sunlight and a gentle breeze oozed their way in through the balcony doors on the far side of the room. The harsh burning on his back where the Ryakul had clawed him faded to a dull ache. Stretching his neck, he slowly turned his head, trying to wake up. Stiff limbs quickly yielded to movement as he sat up in bed, rubbing the sleep from his eyes. He was almost naked, except where his wounds had been cleaned and dressed. The skin of his arms and legs was dotted with the remnants of faded bruises. A brown robe hung near a metallic chest across the room. The rune-carved staff rested on the wall near the chest along with his medallion, which sparkled in the sunlight, sending hazy dragon emblems upon the smooth walls. He swung his feet to the floor and bit his lower lip, wincing at the burning pain along his back that flared at his movement. The tiled floor warmed beneath his feet. He took a steadying breath and slowly rose. The more he moved, the less his body seemed to protest. Aaron crossed the room and pulled the robe on, tying it off at his waist. Its silky fabric felt cool on his skin. His mind still felt muddled as if he were still waking up. He stepped out onto the balcony into the warm sunlight, allowing it to caress his face. He slowly stretched his arms out to either side, feeling the tender skin protest at first, and then give way to the slow movements of his arms. Birds chirped nearby, and a few hawks circled high above him. As he glanced to the side, he saw the outlines of white buildings, which appeared more like pods joined together than the grandeur of the architecture of Shandara. He reached out and ran his fingers along the outer wall, and the place where his fingers met the surface turned black. Aaron removed his hand, and the color returned to white. He ran his fingers along the outer doorframe, watching as the surface went from white to dark and back again. More technology, Aaron thought to himself, and with it, his thoughts turned to Sarah. She was out there somewhere, under the influence of the drake. Images of the battle flashed in his mind like lightning. He closed his eyes and tried to draw the energy into himself, but felt as if he were trying to grasp something made of smoke. He couldn't reach out to her. How could the drake control her so easily? He suppressed a shiver, remembering her baleful yellow eyes looking back at him. With a gasp, he held on to the balcony railing and opened his eyes, filling his vision with the clear skies to keep from seeing her that way. But this last image of Sarah was burned into his mind. He hadn't anticipated the drake taking a prisoner, foolishly believing that its only aim was to kill him. His pulse quickened, while his hands clutched at the railings. You're awake, Verona said, coming into the room through a metallic door that slid silently into the wall. They said it would be another day. He poured some water and handed the cup to Aaron. Thank you, 
Aaron said, taking a sip of water. How long have I been out? Three days. It was touch and go there for a while, my friend. The Ryakul's claws are quite poisonous, said Verona. Sarah? Aaron asked, fearing the answer in his friend's eyes. I'm sorry, but we haven't seen her or the Drake since Shandara, Verona said. Aaron nodded slowly, expecting as much. He sipped the water, tasting the faint hints of cinnamon, and felt his stomach tighten for a moment. It's medicine that will help purge the remaining poison from your body. Aaron remained standing and allowed the queasiness to pass. Where are we? he asked. We're with the Hitharium, north of Shandara, in a place called Havenwood, answered Verona. Is everyone... did everyone else make it? Aaron asked. Yes, Verona smiled. Some bumps and bruises and a few shallow cuts, but the Hitharium helped with those as well. The repairs to the Raven will be complete in the next day or so, and the Hitharium are installing some extra things that will help against the Ryakuls, Verona said. Aaron sighed and felt his shoulders slump in relief. He stretched his neck and rolled his shoulders, still feeling the effects of the medicine. He needed a clear head, and the medicine didn't appear to be helping with that. I'd like to take a walk. Verona frowned for a second before giving a small nod. There is clothing in there, he said, pointing to the chest. I'll give you a few minutes to change, and then we should get some food in you. Verona left the room by placing his hand on a pad near the door, and the door slid silently into the adjoining wall. More technology, Aaron thought. He walked over to the chest, which didn't have any handles. He placed his palm on top of a pad similar to the one on the door, and a drawer extended from the bottom. The clothes were loose-fitting and, like the robe, felt good on his skin. He pulled on black boots that molded themselves to the contours of his feet. He stood up and noted how comfortable they felt while being both sturdy yet almost weightless at the same time. They were a clear improvement over the hiking boots he had brought with him from Earth. He hung the medallion around his neck and grabbed the rune-carved staff. It was a good walking stick, after all. Aaron exited the room into a quiet hallway where Verona waited. His stomach rumbled noisily giving Verona the audible clue he needed to lead the way.